are listening to the Washington Weekly Review. I'm the Southeast Iowa Union's Kaylin McCain. It's the week of June 11, 2022. Our local stories this week feature election results, tech help, and a STEM day camp. But first, the big picture. This state of Iowa has given poultry shows the green light just in time for fair season. The shows had been on hold due to avian influenza outbreaks, but are now back after the state went 30 days without reporting a new case. Henry County ISU Extension Youth Coordinator Aaron Heaton said the announcement was welcome. Um, we are always um, wanting to keep the safety of our 4-Hers and their animals uh, first priority, um, but we are very happy that they are going to be able to exhibit their poultry at the county fair, um, and uh, we are glad we're not having to make alternative arrangements and doing something virtual. Washington County Extension 4-H and Youth Coordinator Amy Green said the news came just in time. It makes things a lot easier for us knowing that we can just, um, you know, continue on with our classes and our normal plans. We will be able to continue on with all of our classes. We are getting very close to the close to the 30-day mark where we are going to have to uh, make decisions and changes. So this comes at the perfect time for our particular county fair. Still, Green said the poultry industry was not entirely out of the woods. Always with livestock, there's a biosecurity concern of um, disease spread, whether it's this disease or that disease or a different disease. And so we always will stress um, and be working to teach families about that. Absolutely. For what the entire... Um, industry has been through in the last several months. There is a heightened concern that we will do what we can to to keep people and, and birds safe. Jefferson County Youth Coordinator Hillary Landman said to expect extra biosecurity precautions at this year's county fairs. This has been an issue in the state of Iowa. So we pull our own test um, before birds are unloaded at the fair. So that's kind of a precaution that we put in place. I mean, we do that anyways, but especially this year, nothing will be put in pins until they're tested. New guidance will probably be coming out. It's just that we haven't heard any yet, and um, my superintendents probably will have some more, maybe some special cautions maybe, but I won't know that until next week. That's the big picture. Stick around for the local news after the break. Todd Hahn Construction is an award-winning custom home builder with a 28-year history in the greater Iowa City area. Hahn's goal is to build you the finest quality custom home while providing you with a positive experience along the way. It's one of the many reasons they've been named the Iowa City Area Home Builder of the Year time and time again. A custom home is more than just a house. It's the culmination of a dream and years of hard work. Todd Hahn Construction makes that dream come true by always putting you, the customer, first. For more information, go to ToddHahnConstruction.com. That's T-O-D-D-H-A-H-N Construction.com. Iowa held its 2022 primary elections Tuesday night, deciding a number of contested races for Washington County. Heather Hora won the state house race by a wide margin in a 1495-840 to tally, including Johnson County results. It's really jubilant. It's a great, it's a great win. My family, I'm here with my family and, and they've all worked hard, um, knocking doors and making calls and making this happen. So it's, everybody's really excited that that paid off. I appreciate, um, the vote from everybody and look forward to serving, um, the residents of District 92 and, um, with a pro-family, pro-parent, um, pro-taxpayer um, agenda with Governor Kim Reynolds. 
Her opponent, Jaron Rosine, said he accepted the outcome. I am disappointed, but I accept the results. I believe, like so many, that I'm a good fit for this district, but I respect that I'm not a good fit for where some in the Republican Party want to go. Congratulations to Heather. I wish her well. My hope is that she listens to the constituents of, of this district. In the county supervisor race, incumbent Marcus Fedler won by just five votes. I'm looking forward to representing the Republicans come November, and uh, I appreciate uh, their trust that you know the, the voters have in me to, uh, to represent them. I'm looking forward to doing that. Taking 70% of the ballots cast, Teresa Mangold won the county recorder race. I'm, like I said, really appreciative of all the support, and um, I look forward to hopefully serving the residents of Washington County um, in January, and uh, just appreciate every everybody coming out and voting today. The Kelowna Library has launched a new program to help patrons with computer trouble. Library Director Trevor Sherping said Tech Help Thursdays were in high demand. For several months, I was getting requests from some patrons who had pretty much no experience with computers. I had a couple people who had never touched a computer before, um, and then I had some people who were a little experienced with like using apps on their phones and stuff, but it was tax season and they needed some more in-depth help on, you know, just learning how to computers, how to use computers since they're such a huge part of our life. So luckily around that time, we also got three brand new laptops from the city of Kelowna, thanks to some grant money that they got through ARPA funds, I believe. Once we got those, I started advertising a dedicated time every first and third Thursday of every month from 10 a.m., to 11 a.m. where I'm in the program room. For now, the allotted hour on the first and third week of every month is unstructured. Sherping said that was intentional. Right now, it's just kind of like a walk-in thing. Uh, If you have a question, whether it's smartphone, um, app-related, something you want to learn how to do on the computer, or you've never touched a mouse before and need some help there, um, you can come in and get help from me. I'm kind of curious to see where it goes in the future, if it's going to develop into more of a continuing education thing. Uh, Right now, I'm purposely leaving it open just to see what kind of needs there are in the community. While the service goes beyond a library's traditional role, Sherping said it was a duty to the community. The great thing about public libraries is responding directly to like patron and community requests and actually being helpful to the community. I think it's been a long time since libraries have been specifically just repositories for books. A lot of people don't realize that we've always done tech help. We've always helped people build resumes, um, file taxes sometimes, uh, apply for benefits. A lot of that isn't visible to most people in the community who don't use those resources, but they've always been here. I think The short and sweet of that is why we should do it is because that's what our community has requested from us. Close to 100 students spent this week at Camp Invention at Stewart Elementary. Director Janet Crawford said the day camp was an educational experience for students interested in STEM. It gives the kids tons of learning opportunities, but also a lot of fun while they're doing that. They have a lot of fun because they're, they're given an opportunity to be creative and to be kids but they also have a goal, so they're able to see what their fun and creative things are able to actually do. 
and then they get to take them home and use them and show them off. And they're learning lots of science when they don't even realize it with the activities that we're doing. Crawford said it was also important for the many participating girls interested in the traditionally male-dominated STEM fields. Um, We also think it's important that we have a lot of girls that attend, so it kind of um, lets girls know that they they also can do engineering and math and some of the some of those things that we used to you know think more men did. We're really trying to teach girls that it's it's for everybody and it can be a lot of fun. Crawford said the program was just as educational for teachers as it was for students. We learn from them as much as I think they learn from us each day too. Um, like when we give them an opportunity to like invent something for a certain task, the kids come up with ideas that us adults would have never thought of before. Better ideas than some of us do. So it's neat to see what they come up with. That's the local news. Stick around for the best news I've heard all week. Hi. This message spot remains open. If you're interested in getting your message out to our listeners, let us know by calling 319-653-2191. We'll take advertisements, birthday wishes, anniversary announcements, and anything else you'd like to share in 150 words or less. We appreciate any support. And now, the best news I've heard all week. The city of Westchester will continue to host election night dinners despite no longer serving as a polling place. Nancy Schmidt, who is affiliated with the Westchester United Methodist Church that hosts the dinners every general election, said they were important to the community and dated back over a century. Well, you know, I can't tell you the exact number, but I can tell you it's over 100 years. I'm going to say 126 or 27 years, something like that. It's been going on a long time. For our our, uh, church group, it's a major fundraiser, and we think it, you know, brings the community together. Uh, People do come for the socialization as well as... uh, the meal. I don't think there's probably a lot of politic talking that goes on uh, during that time, but I could be wrong. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is copyrighted property of the Southeast Iowa Union, which is owned by the Gazette. If you'd like to support the show but don't want to buy an ad read, you can always suggest it to friends and family. We like to think we do a pretty good job of giving you the week's highlights as they happened, so if you know anyone interested in a free, high-quality news source, please tell them about us. That's all for now. This has been the Washington Weekly Review, and I have been Kaylin McCain. Have a great week.